What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lamsdale USPSA podcast. In this episode, we've got presidential election results, we've got Area 7 Championship, and we've got a new set of Board of Directors Minutes. So if you are ready, stand by and let's do this. All right, everybody, again, welcome to the Lamps Hill USPSA podcast. My name is Daryl, and I will be your host on this journey through what we call competitive shooting. If it's your first time here, I would like to welcome you to the podcast. Be sure to check out the YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, all that great stuff will be in the description. If you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back. Good to see you, by the way. You look very good today. So, a couple big things going on right now. Area 7 Championship. Uh, I actually just got back from day two, uh, or competitor day one, seeing I worked uh, staff day and, and shot that. Uh, yeah. Uh, as far as my performance at, uh, at staff day... Uh, Let's just say it is something that will be erased from my ver- my memory in the very near future. Um, I believe the term dumpster fire comes to mind. So, anyway, um, learned a lot of new things, working the match, of course, uh, shooting with uh, Mr. Lee Cabana, current Area 7 director, always has a little nugget or two of wisdom, great man, and... Uh, Good friend, knows what he's talking about. Uh, had a few calls uh, that we actually got the range masters involved with. Um, one of them, <laughs> um, I'm not going to say it was an argument, but let's say it was a um, a spirited discussion between the two range masters about a uh, a particular. Um, Let's call it a foot fault violation. I'll get more into that in another episode of the podcast. But uh, yeah, that was kind of funny to watch. Actually, watching the the two uh, the two range masters hash it out and and uh, figure out what the exact penalty would be because it was kind of a kind of an odd situation, to be perfectly honest. Um, had another one of those a little later on in the match, and that went off in its own direction afterwards. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely a lot of fun um, shooting Area 7. It is my first area match, so my first level three, um, but just had an absolute blast. Today, uh, compared to day one, I was working on stage one with three terrific guys. Could not have asked for a better stage crew. Um, As far as I know, I'm going to be with the same group of guys tomorrow. a lot of laughs, a lot of jokes, a lot of good times. Um, yeah. Um, Josh Holmes, Chris Casenzi, and uh, Hank Pori are just stand-up guys. Really, really like working with them. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to working with those guys again tomorrow and hopefully in the future. So, 
that is it for Area 7. Uh, I got another another shoot day tomorrow, uh, which is going to see the, the real big hitters come out. The Trident guys are going to be there. Uh, the Jay Beals of the world are going to be there, I believe. Uh, some of the Atlas guys are, are going to be there. So a lot of really, really good shooters coming up tomorrow. And uh, really looking forward to that. <sighs> so where was I going with that thought? That is a darn good question. Um, so, presidential election results. Yes, I am about oh, four to five days late. I apologize for that. I'm getting ready for Area 7. You know, loading up ammo and stuff like that. Um, yeah, going back to Area 7, I did make a, a tiny miscalculation. Um, I declared minor power factor because this is only my second match shooting my own ammo loads. I didn't know if they would make power factor. I haven't had time to run through a chrono yet. Um, turns out they would have made major. Oh, well. Learning experience for next year. So... Um, yeah, election results. Uh, the winner and soon to be new USPSA president is Yemen Lin. Over Bruce Wells, uh, Yemen got 4,414 votes or 63%. To Bruce Wells' 2,547 votes. So, I will say this about Yemen. I listened to the podcast episodes that USPSA did with three out of the four um, members that were running for president. I listened to those three, and out of the three, my personal feeling was that Yimin Lin would do the most good for the organization. He had a lot of good things to say. Not only here's what I'm going to try to do, but he had a lot of good things to say about the org as a whole already. He did say, you know, there's a few things that, that need to be worked on, but you know, him and the board and everybody, they can, you know, they can work on that. Um, yeah, I, I really liked what he had to say. So congratulations to Yemen Lin defeating Bruce Wells, and he will be the next USPSA president. Um, I believe that's going to take place in the future as far as his actual appointment as president. Um you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea to wait a month or so uh, just so he can kind of get acclimated to things and and whatnot, figure out how things work. But uh, the official breakdown here is eligible number of voters was 34,615. There were a total of 6,978 ballots cast. 17 of those were blank still haven't figured that out why would you log into the website uspsa.org go to the elections tab 
clicked on like three different links, I think they probably could streamline that process a little bit better in the future to get to the Yes Elections uh, website to vote and then just submit your ballot blank. Not sure how that happens, why 17 people did that. Maybe it was a glitch of some sort with their computer or their phone or however they however they access the internet to vote. I don't know. But what I do know is 34,615 eligible voters in USPSA. 6,961 voted. That is only 20% of the membership actually voted. 20%. Now, if you go back to the initial presidential election earlier this year, that was 22% voted in that one. So... 2% less people voted in the runoff than the initial election. You know what? Moving on. So, congratulations to Yemen, newest president-elect of USPSA. Moving on. Two minutes from the USPSA Board of Directors meeting, dated August 23rd, 2000. 22. In attendance are areas 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 8, President, DNROI, DSC, DIT, DME, USPSA, AP, David Fitzpatrick, CPA, Donna Webb, who will be the Managing Director shortly, Area 6 Bruce Wells was absent with Notice. Meeting was called to order at approximately 7.05 p.m. David Fitzpatrick, CPA, and Don Muffett presented the January through July 2022 year-to-date financials. Um, I think this is supposed to say Mr. Fitzpatrick, but all it says is Mr., Provided the results of the third-party financial review, financial review, yes, for some reason they put financial review on there twice, July 2022 year-to-date versus July 2021 year-to-date, unrealized investment gains slash losses moved to show after net operating income on P&L, that's profit and loss statement, taxable and non-taxable investment income and investment fees will be moved to include to be included in net operating income. Researched and identified three potential investment advisors who deal with nonprofit focused organizations like USPSA is. Finance committee will meet to review the options at a later date. Board requested reporting of revenue and expenses aligned by occurrence of matches. Note that there were four matches July 2022 year to date versus three July 2021 year to date. 
Mr. Fitzpatrick also agreed to research and identify potential investment advisors who deal with nonprofit-focused organizations. Finance Committee will meet to review options. Area 3 makes a motion to accept the financial statements, seconded by Area 2. Motion is passed unanimously at 8.01 p.m. Two minutes later at 8.03 p.m., Member Recognition Committee Report. Chairperson of the Member Recognition Committee, Area 8, requested to give report at next meeting. 8.05, Fee Structure Review Committee Report. Area 7, the chairperson, says that that is a work in progress. Ongoing review of organization expenses and income streams. Managing Director Donna Webb will join the committee, and the report will be given to the board at the next meeting. At 8.12, we get the Steel Challenge Committee report. The DSC presents four proposals. Number one, Peak Stage Times Recommendations. Number two, World Speed Shooting Championship Slot Policy Recommendation. Number three, eliminate dropping of old class times proposals. Hmm, interesting. And number four, selective reclassification proposals. Not sure what that's talking about. The board will post these proposals online for member comment through the USPSA and SCSA websites and will be available for member review during September and October. And the action will be taken by the board at the November USPSA Board of Directors meeting. 8.45 p.m. We are 8.54 p.m. Dyslexia kind of got a hold of me there. We have a nationals update. The DME. Discussion of the proposed 2023 national events. The planning for the 2023 national events started earlier this year with discussion around how to pair divisions and host range selection. In the current issue of USPSA magazine uh, is discussed in an article what it takes for a range to be able to host an event. Selection of a partner to host nationals is just one part of the overall pieces in the planning process. How to pair the divisions together to maximize attendance and to try to keep expenses down while keeping the entry fee in line with previous years is the other big part of planning. Over the last few years, it has been unusual or has been usually based on putting the high or low capacity divisions together i.e. high-cap nationals and low-cap nationals, or optics and irons nationals, for example. These were usually in back-to-back format that would split into two separate nationals. So, double the time for the volunteer staff, double the expenses for staff in the events, and double the time and expense for competitors who wanted to shoot both. Mixing and matching divisions together is done by looking at attendance from previous years and also by looking at what activities are being submitted by division, seeing what is popular. It is also important to look at what is being shot at area and section slash state matches since slots are awarded to area division and class winners and many sections use performance in their level two match 
to award earned slots. Based on previous attendance from uh, four nationals, areas, and sections, and looking at current registrations for not only nationals but upcoming matches, we are looking at having a standalone Carry Optics Nationals again. The pairing of the remaining divisions that are currently being considered is an Iron Sights Nationals with limited L10 production, single stack, and revolver all combined. That leaves pairing Open and PCC into an event. There have been contracts submitted that are being reviewed right now, and as soon as everything is finalized, it will be the information will be presented to the membership for these USPSA national events. With that, USPSA is also in discussion with a third party to contract a multi-gun nationals event that USPSA would partner with to help support and promote for 2023. It is the goal of USPSA to have all of this information out to the membership within the next several weeks. <sighs> That's a mouthful. All right. 10.03 p.m. Donna Webb, DME, DIT, DNROI, DSC, and Area 1 exit in the meeting. Area 5 makes a motion to enter executive session to discuss member discipline, seconded by Area 1. Uh, executive session is entered at 10.05 p.m. Area 8 makes a motion to exit executive session Again, seconded by Area 2, Executive Session is exited at 10.46 p.m. Next board meeting will be Tuesday, September 13th. The agenda will be Financial Review, Member Recognition, again, Fee Structure Review, and 2023 Nationals Update. Area 2 moves to adjourn, seconded by Area 4, and the meeting is adjourned at 10.55 p.m. So there you have it, folks. I think that's pretty much everything I want to cover. So, uh, again, looking forward to uh, another another day out at Hamden Rifle Pistol Club uh, for day three and final day of the Area 7 Championship. Uh, yeah, that is about it. So, I want to thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. Check out the YouTube channel. A lot of great videos on there. Everything from shooting videos to rules discussions, some product reviews. Go check it out. YouTube.com slash Lambs Hill USPSA. Also check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lambs Hill USPSA. Uh, USPSA on Instagram. Check me out there as well. If you have a question for me, I can be reached on any of those platforms. You can also send me an email at lambshillshooting at gmail.com. Again, thank you all for listening, and I hope to see you in the next podcast. But until then, shoot safe. Mm-hmm.